Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we talk about pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. I am Mike Hurley and I am joined, as always, by the man himself, the Pen Addict. Brad is like the Mars Curiosity rover of pens in that he is rocket-fueled and everybody is in awe at the things that he does. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to have to put you on mute sometimes when you, the, the longer and, uh, and, oh, and deeper these uh, intros go. That uh, You always outdo yourself. Well, he- hello, Mike. How are you? I'm very well, sir. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So uh, anything going on this week? Any news? With you, there is. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. I, uh, a couple of days ago, got a, uh, a direct message from Brad at like half past seven in the morning, my time, which was probably like, who knows what time it was for you. Yeah, 2.30. Um, 2.30, time for the dentist. Mm-hmm. 2.30. It's my favorite joke, that. There you go. Um, and the, the blog post is called taking a step back this is what you sent to me you sent it to me first um, because obviously we do this show together if you allow would you allow me to summarize the post absolutely yes please so it's going to be in the show notes it's on penaddict.com most of you have probably seen this by now but um, if you haven't I mean I would assume that most of our listeners know that penaddict.com is the blog that you write which is all about pens and, and that sort of stuff it's where the name for the show came from it's where the inspiration for this show came from um and you are changing some stuff up on your site, on the Pen Addict. You're removing ads. No more sponsors, no more ads. So you've cleaned the site up a lot to take care of that. Um, and you're going to be scaling back the posts. Um, you're going to be. You're not sure if you're going to do anything with your ink links, which probably takes up quite a lot of time, mm-hmm. uh, where you will link to things online uh, that you've been enjoying about pens and, and such. Um, you You say that you've kind of always kept to about around about four posts a week since the beginning but now you're thinking about doing longer more in-depth reviews and less just picking up the random pen from the office store and reviewing it would i be right Right. in saying that yeah yeah i'd say you know there's there's a lot of things that went into you know I, i guess you could call this decision on on kind of changing the focus of the blog and you know a lot of it is you know outside you know the in the real world right you know we got lots of life things going on and you know when i started this blog my daughter was you know a year and a half and my son wasn't born yet now i have a six-year-old and a four-year-old you know responsibilities change the the time i have to spend you know doing the quantity quantity of work i was doing on the blog for all these years uh, i find it i found it um more of a challenge here you know probably you know most of this year um, or at least the past several months. And so, you know, at, at some point, the biggest thing is I want to keep doing this. You know, I want to keep doing the pen addict. I love doing it. Um, you know, I love the community that's been built around it. Um, there's, it's an awesome, awesome group of people that, you know, read and comment and email and tweet and listen to this podcast. And I would, if, like if I quit cold turkey, I would miss that immensely. But, you know, what I noticed recently, you know, when I, I, I just recently moved houses, um, yep. you know, a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I just took, I took a week off 
um, from posting just because there was no way I was going to have time. And it wasn't that, that, that was the, the impetus behind this, but you know, anytime I've, in all the years I've done this, you know, I, I take a week off here and there for vacation Just say, Hey, you know, I'm gonna shut it down, go to the beach and, you know, relax and whatever. But, you know, I always was anxious to get back going at it and, and, you know, was ready to go or had a bunch of posts preloaded. Even if I'd go on vacation, you know, I'd write a week's worth of posts and get them loaded and things like that. And, you know, when I moved this time and I, I took a week off, it's like, I didn't miss it, Mike. <laughs> I, I didn't miss posting to the blog. I didn't, you know, I, it was like it was in the last thing on my mind. And, of course, my mind was, was real busy and, you know, with the move. But I didn't also didn't want to make any type of rash decision. So this isn't a decision that's come just because of this these past couple of weeks. You know, it's it's been harder over the past few months to... I guess get things going on the blog and I think there's a lot of reasons why and you know part of it's self-inflicted um you know and um I I just some 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 things have to change so I mean the one of the biggest challenges or the biggest hurdles that I'm having right now is I feel like the uniqueness is gone in the pen review space. Um, you know, I, for so many years I would write, I would literally, I would post three pen reviews a week and over, you know, a four and a half year span. That's a lot of, that's a lot of pens. And it's not that I don't have anything to review anymore. There's plenty to review. It's just that it's all kind of running together for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, there's there's only so many different things I can continue to write about. Because then, I mean, like at some point, you're going to start writing reviews of a pen just because it's got a different color body or whatever. Right, right, and which I which I've done. Yeah. I mean, there's been I've reviewed like uh, I, I, hadn't, I didn't look at it, but I've certainly reviewed like the Jetstream or the Sino DX, just the different colored inks. You know, same pen, different ink colors, which you know was enjoyable for a while, but. It's like after a while, you know, looking in my my stock of pens is like, okay, what do I want to review? Well, do I want to review the light blue DX when I've already re- <laughs> reviewed the, you know, the purple, pink, the blue, the blue, black, the orange, the yellow is like, it, it, that doesn't energize me, right? Yeah. So, and I also felt like, and, you know, I... Doing a pen blog, it it's a product based blog, right? We're not writing about necess- I mean, I'm giving my opinions on these products, right? But it's still it's based around a product, and of course, around product comes you know advertising, promotion, sponsorship. You know, people want to you know get their product seen, and. I don't know. I don't want this to sound as a, as a, as a complaint or or a knock because I'm certainly guilty of this. But I, I just start. I've, I was starting to feel like my blog was getting a little bit spammy, and as far as the, I don't want to feel like I'm pimping products, and which I've never I've never taken that tack. You know, I've never felt that way, honestly. But the repetitiveness and seeing it in the same post over and over. 
I don't know. I was just, I was starting to get more uncomfortable with those type of things just because, you know, I'm always, I've strived to be transparent the whole time in this blog and I have been, you know, and, you know, I tell people that want me to review their pens, like you're, you know, you're welcome to send me your pen. Number one, I may or may not review it. And number two, if I do review it, it may not be a good review. And if you accept those facts, then yeah, please send me your products and, you know, I'll see what I can do. And I've always, you know, I've always been extremely open and honest about my reviews, but I think looking around in the whole state of the pen blogosphere, it's just, it feels like just a huge product push. Well, that's very similar to gadget blogging. You'll have Mm -hmm. um, a few companies that are maybe the bigger gadget blogs um and and they you know they just get sent stuff sent to them and they'll say whatever they want but a mm-hmm. fledgling blog may be more inclined to try and build relationships with these companies by giving them the reviews that they want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's probably quite similar to that right and i and by no means am i above reproach here you know <laughs> i'm i've absolutely accepted plenty of goods plenty of sponsorship dollars you know in all kinds of products so you know I, it's just it came to the point of like, do I want to keep being beholden to this? Right. And I just felt like I was churning out posts as opposed to saying like really doing heartfelt posts. So that, so that becomes a chore at that point. Right. Mm. At that point, I'm at that point, I'm making widgets. Somebody um, from I'm, the pen blogging industry. Yeah, I apologize. I'm, I'm not at my house and I don't know how to shut this off. <laughs> this is not R2. No. Where? I don't even see the phone. Could be anywhere. Oh, no, it's still going. <laughs> we we still got it. Phone's still happening. I think I got it. I think I got it. You got it? You're not going to believe this. Do you know what, you know what was ringing? What? A fax machine. What? Mm-hmm. In my in-law's house. That's definitely the the pen blogging industry then. Yeah, they they kick it old school. You can only write to each other in the industry. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be a pen addict podcast with some kind of uh, (laughs) diversion in the middle of a phone ringing or something going on. Still got to work on those bingo cards. (laughs) (laughs) So where was I? Um, We were talking about about sort of the the ethical nature of... um, Yeah, and, and... Yes, it, that that's a good way to put it. And by no means have is anyone being unethical in this. And 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 that's the furthest thing from the truth. I mean, you know, the that's just the nature of the beast. Like you're saying with a a gadget blog or any type of product blog, it's just that I have to feel when I'm writing a post that. I have to be into it personally, engaged personally with the post. And I think recently I, I, I haven't had that level of engagement with the products I've been reviewing. Does that make sense? Yep. I want to, I don't want to just be like a turn and burn blogger, right? I don't want to post for the sake of posting just because that's what I do. Yeah. I don't want to just churn out, you know, product after product review, product review, product review, and 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 just be beholden to the machine, I guess. And you know, it's it's kind of weird to say stuff like that because I mean, this is stuff that I've been doing for years. I mean, and you know, it's gone. The pen addict has been a real joy, and it's been extremely successful. And it's more than 
I could have ever imagined from writing about pens, right? I still get new readers to this day. I was like, wow, there's really a blog about this. You know, I'm glad I found it. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, passing judgment on, you know, the whole pen blogosphere because, you know, I'm right there with you guys. I mean, I'm do, I do this, the same things, but at, at some point, you know, I, I, I have to change some things up. You know, I've, I've removed the sponsorships from the blog. I've taken down Google ads. Um, I don't want this blog to be anything other than just, you know, my opinions on products that I use. And, you know, those opinions might be good. Those opinions might be bad. None of that thing's going to change. It's just that the frequency of the blog post is going to change and the, um, probably the, the types of products I review is, is going to change. It's just not going to be a, a fire hose approach to product reviews anymore. And, you know, if that means that, well, it's definitely going to mean less posts, um, less review posts. Um, you know, I might do more different types of posts. You know, I haven't totally fleshed that out, but I can't I, keep, I still wish you would do video reviews. Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's part of, maybe that's part of this change, right? I mean, you've been on that to me for a while and I've always enjoyed doing that. Um, it, it, and I always get a lot of good feedback on that. So maybe that'd be part of, you know, one of the things I mentioned in my post is, um, you know, doing less frequent, but more in depth reviews. Um, and maybe that can be a part of that. Um, so it, it's a change, and you know the the scary thing is, you know the the bit I wrote at the end is, you know, as I write this, the one thought in the back of my head is, is this the slow death spiral towards the end of the pen addict? And I I, I hope it's not, and I don't I don't think it is, but so, there has to be a change. Something's got to give in the way I go about things. It's it's costing me too much mental anguish to to keep going as I'm going right now and I'm starting to not enjoy it, not feel like I'm doing the reader justice with the posts. Um, like I'm phoning it in because I have a feeling of that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. Well, I mean, I, that that's going to change. I'm going to, you know, go about it a little bit differently going forward. And, you know, if that costs, you know, readers or, you know, speed subscribers, you know, that's okay. That's nothing I've ever, I've ever worried about in the past. I do that because I enjoy it. And if people come and read it, that's awesome. You know, I'm not, this is not a money making, uh, proposition for me by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, I'm not making my living off of doing this. So I want it to be fun again. And I, I've stopped having fun here in the past few months. And, uh, I want, I want to change that because I want the pen addict to keep going and growing. I have been going through some interesting feelings in regards to this sort of stuff myself at the moment. And, um, we have another show on the network, um, called enough, which is hosted by myself and Patrick Rohn of minimalmac.com. Mm-hmm. Um, on a recent episode, I think it was episode 162, um, we spoke, the episode was called Killing Time, um, and we spoke about, uh, see, I'm, 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 I'm stressing the, uh, the uh, syllables wrong there, it should be Killing Time. Right, right. Not, not Killing Time, we are Killing, 
like it is killing time mm-hmm. that was the idea like the, in in the episode i spoke about some changes that i've made with 70 decibels the podcast network and some of the show, shows and stuff because i think there's an element if you continue to do something over and over and over again and it's a side project for example it starts to feel like work there is an element that it becomes work and it's important to keep it fresh um, and, and to keep things fresh like this, you have to make some changes. So I hope, um, and I'm very confident in this feeling for you, Brad, that it's just a case of you just need to change some stuff around again and you will start to feel a bit better, I think. Yeah, and I, I agree completely. And, um, you know, I the only kicker so far is I haven't totally figured out that plan, but you know what? That's okay. You know, if I don't post tomorrow, the world's not going to end, right? And that's not the that's not the position I used to take. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I felt like I was beholden to the blog, and uh, you know, I just uh, I it, it's a mental mental change. And um, but yeah, it, it was funny. I I wrote this post. I, I like I said, I've been thinking about it for probably about a month, not knowing what to do. You know, just kept kept plugging along and. You know, it finally got to the point. I wrote this post and I sent it to you because I didn't want, I didn't want you to see this without me talking to you. You know, going, oh my god, what is he doing? He's shutting it down. The show is ending. <laughs> you know, anything crazy like that. So, you know, I showed it to you before I posted it, and about two hours later, I picked up my uh, my iPod, started listening to podcasts, and lo and behold, it was it was that Killing Time episode of, of Enough. I'm like. Are you kidding me? Like this is exactly what I'm going through right now, and the, the exact discussion I'm having in my head. I was like, "That's that was one of the most best episodes, most timely episodes." I was like, "I was like, wow, you know, that was uh, the the timing was unbelievable." Because I, I hadn't listened to that before I'd ri- written this post. I wonder if I would have written this post after I, I listened to that. Honestly, we'll you know, we'll never know. But never know. It, uh, yeah, it's. You know, it's a challenge. You know, we do this, you know, on the side, as they say, we both have, you know, full-time jobs and other responsibilities. And, you know, I, the last thing I want to complain about is my stupid little pen blog, but, you know, sometimes it does, you know, I've, you get bogged down in, in these other things and you need to take a step back. And I, I'm hoping, I'm basically what I'm hoping out of all of this is that I can press the reset button. That's what I'm looking for. Kind of get into a new workflow um, get into a new feel around the blog, um, and uh, just just go from there. I mean, I, the the feedback I've received from readers and followers and listeners to this podcast has been enormously supportive. Um, they've given me you know lots of encouragement. You know, given me lots of ideas. Um, you know, things I can change. You know going forward or, or things that might help. And so, you know, I'm definitely, you know, one of the things that I, I wrote about in the post was that was the inklings post I did. And, you know, I started that so long ago, just on out of, I don't know, just at that time, at the time I started that there weren't many pin bloggers, right? It was me and, and, you know, maybe a couple others. So there wasn't a lot going on. So I was always, and I was still new to it. So I was always searching for new things. And I was like, well, if I, just like how I started the blog, you know, I figured, well, if I'm interested in it, maybe someone else is right. So I started linking to these things. I was like, Hey, if you like, basically, if you like my blog, you might want to go read this stuff too. Cause I'm finding some pretty cool stuff out there. 
and it just grew and grew and grew. And now when I'm when I miss doing Inklinks posts, that's that's the the few times that the emails start to come out. It's like, hey, did you not do that post on purpose? Or I was looking forward to that. Or you know, I have my Saturday morning coffee with that post, and you know, and spend an hour or two going through all the links. So I, I'm going to keep that going because it's almost second nature to me right now doing that post because that's the stuff I read, you know, in my RSS reader every day, you know, I subscribe to all these blogs, find, find some cool stuff, um, you know, and it search for other stuff on my own. That's, you know, not in everyone else's feed reader. I, you know, I try to mix it up. There's certainly posts that everyone knows about in those ink links posts. Then I try to find some things that you don't know about and expose people to other blogs and things like that. So that's been a fun thing. So I will keep that going for sure. So uh, hopefully I'll have a, a new one up on Saturday. But what I don't want it to, to get into is, you know, a month worth of Inklings posts, you know, four Saturdays worth of posts be the only thing I post in a month. That That's not good for anybody. So I'm still trying to figure out what's going to fill in the gaps there. Yeah. Well, I am optimistic for you. I think it will be a good thing for you to just change stuff about. You might replace Inklinks with something else, you know. You just you need to just find what that's going to be. People right. should contact you as well, I think, if they if they have ideas, faults, that sort of stuff. Absolutely. There's a there's a big comment thread going on this post that I've been replying to. Um, you know, you can always go to pinatic.com forward slash contact or there's a button at, at the top of the page. The email goes straight to me. I, re- I reply to pretty much every email uh, it might take me a few days but I, I definitely respond to everybody um, you can always find me on Twitter at Dowdyism I'm not going anywhere I'll tell you that that fax machine's coming uh, back there I'm serious I'll tell you what why don't you mute yourself and I will I will do the, uh, the, the sponsor so I'm going to talk about Squarespace while Brad goes and unplugs a fax machine potentially throws it out of the window so I want to talk to you about Squarespace this week who are coming back to sponsor us again they are our fantastic faithful sponsor Squarespace I want to talk about a few things that I've really been enjoying with them a lot at the moment um, on Squarespace 6 which is their brand new platform um, which I am in love with. I've been spending a lot of time with Squarespace 6 over the last few days. I've been doing some work on my own personal blog at mikehurley.net, and I've been really enjoying their drag-and-drop interface. Now, let me tell you a bit about this and a bit about content blocks. So Squarespace break their uh, functionality down to what they call blocks. So you will set up a new page in, on your website. If you you know go to Squarespace, set up a new page, and you want that to be like your homepage, like if you go to my homepage at the moment, you'll see that I have some text, an image, and my my tweets come in at the bottom of the page. You can see my tweets displayed. So what I do is I set up a new page, I select add a new block, and I can select the text block, type in like the hello stuff, then select an image block, drag and drop the image from my desktop on my Mac to the web browser, and it uploads it, and I can then in the web browser, drag and drop, so move around and everything flows around. So, I, you know, originally I had the text above the image, but I wanted the image to be on the right. So I just clicked it and dragged it and everything moved perfectly. Like, it's excellent. I love the way that even in the web browser on Squarespace, you feel like you're using something that's native to your computer, to your machine, on your Mac or your PC. It's incredible. It's so powerful. I really, really love it. Um, I spoke about the Twitter integration. So some of this, they have social media blocks now. Um, they have so you can set up your um, account with Twitter into Squarespace so it will show your tweets automatically. You can also have it tweet out automatically when you send any posts. Um, sorry, when you write any posts, when you publish posts on your site as well. 
absolutely fantastic. I love it. I want you to go and try out Squarespace 6. Take a look at the new beautiful templates. Have a play around. Import your own blog. And I can give you a place where you can go to do that. You can help get a two-week free trial by going to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. And if you sign up for one of their plans, which are starting at $10 a month for the standard plan if you pay monthly, but you get 20% off um, and 25 or 25% off if you sign up for a year or two years and they have unlimited plans. and They have some great options, but they're very simple. You can find out more about them by going to start your free trial. But you can get 10% off your first um, order with Squarespace if you use the offer code 70 decibels 8 at 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-8 at checkout. That will get you 10% off. I want to thank Squarespace for the continued support of this program. If you have signed up for Squarespace, thank you for supporting us. If you haven't, go try it out. It not only is a gr- will be a great place for you, it also helps support the network. Do you have Notification Center turned on? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You notice you threw me off, right? I totally caught you. Uh, I sent that and you started pausing. I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Brad sent a tweet to Sean Blanc because Sean, Sean Blanc is a uh, Mac blogger that we that is, is in our little friend circle. And he is currently considering a vanishing point. Um, and I was talking to this to Brad before. And then while I was doing the sponsor, Brad was sending a tweet. I thought he was direct messaging me to tell me something like the fax machine had eaten him. <laughs> Yeah, and right when I sent it, I saw it pop up in my notification center, and that's right when you started uh, pausing. I could tell your eyes were diverting, and uh, so I, I apologize for that. I didn't think about that as I was doing it. <laughs> this has been a very unprofessional podcast to me, Mike. I got fax machines going off. I'm interrupting your sponsor reads. It, it's it's, it's not going do? well for me today. Maybe it won't be your choice to keep the show going. Yeah, really? Maybe I'll just fire you. Okay. Bring, <laughs> wow. bring it. <laughs> bring, bring it, he it. says. Interesting. <laughs> So, I know where you live. I was already in your house this morning. Yes, apparently you were. <laughs> Some people were, were saying you were keeping me hostage and stealing mm-hmm. my retros, yeah. which I would never allow. Yeah, just for the for the record, for those that don't know, I, I work third shift, so you know, I, Mike and I are often chatting at, at two a.m. my time in in the U.S. on, like on Twitter. So I get questions like, "Why are you up?" and things like that. That's why. So, anyway. But yeah, we'll have to uh, bring Sean on in the in the future. Sean is um, Sean is looks like he's getting bitten by the bug, and I was just sending him a warning. So, all you listeners, go out there and follow at Sean Blanc. That's S H A W N B L A N C, and tell him uh, what fountain pens you like. He'll uh, he'll wonder where all these tweets are coming from. Yeah, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to Sean's uh, Twitter. So yeah, tell him yep. and tell him we sent you as well. Yep, sounds like he's got the bug, which is excellent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, before we before we go this week, you do have um, you do have something else though, didn't you? You have a pen that you've been in- enjoying. I do, and and you know this is not to to totally get to backtrack to where we were. I'm hoping that the podcast will serve as more of a you know an introduction and kind of a or an introductory review or. I'll feel freer to talk about a lot more pins on the podcast, I think, than, you know, I've always been hesitant to write a review about a pin, have a review, have a conversation about it, and then discuss it on the podcast. I felt like I was kind of um, duplicating work. But in this case, I feel like I'll be able to talk, I'll probably be doing less reviews, but I think I'll be be able to talk about more pins on the podcast. And that's something I look forward to. 
um, if, if, if that makes sense. So I, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see how that works out. But that's just one of the ideas that I had, I had in the back of my head that, you know, while I may be backing down a little bit on the reviews on the blog, I think it might be even better for the podcast. So yeah. Like we'll if, if you have like a haul of stuff coming in, you've got a f- couple of things that you're not too excited about, save mm-hmm. you spending an hour writing about them. Just take a couple of minutes and tell us on the show, right? I mean, I think that works a lot better for you. Yep. And the other thing I would do is, you know, I would have so many products, I would hold them and not discuss them on the podcast, knowing that in a month I'm going to have a review done on it, right? Right. So now I that will free kind of free that whole deal up, and I think it'll be better for the podcast that way. There's a you thing know, I, about there's a thing about audio, and as I've done these things with these shows with people, traditionally writers, and it's interesting to see how their um, opinions change to the way that they write. Mm-hmm. People get the audio bug. Yeah, it's it's true. It's it's freeing um, a little bit in. It's still hard to explain without pictures sometimes, you know, when you're talking about like highly detailed specifics, but the conversation's a, a lot better, you know. Yeah, if I, I don't, I think. if something's not coming across clearly, I can tell mm-hmm. you and you can explain it better. That's exactly right. You know, and you can't do that in any other way. Right. So I, I've got I've got good feelings uh, about the podcast future, if you will. Good. So. So. You've- so anyway. My friends at uh, companies called Keras Customs, and we've talked about one of their pins before. It's called the Render K. It was a, originally a Kickstarter pin, and I helped them way back when they – I don't even know when their Kickstarter project was. It was, it was last year sometime. It might have been last summer. But you know, they sent me prototypes, and I give them feedback. And so I, I, you know, I'm certainly no, no guru, but they did ask for my opinion, and you know, I told them a, a few, it was a in, few uh, things that I saw. and. You know, so I've always kept in touch with these guys. They do a, they've made one of my probably one of my favorite Kickstarter high tech C pens. Um, it's a it's a it's a good design, just a basically a threaded thre- threaded cap with a clip, um, machine melt aluminum. It's really nice. They do they do a good job. Well, they came out. Um, he uh, Dan at, at Kara's Customs had told me all along. You know, they're going to keep improving this line and keep making different products. And they've made a brass one. Um, that's really nice. But then recently they've come out with um, a, a bunch of colored barrels for the Render K. And Dan sent me one, and he told me he was going to send me something in the mail. And he told me, and I assumed it was going to be one of the color ones, but I didn't get to pick out the color or anything like that. And uh, I don't know if he reads me, reads the Panatic blog frequently, but uh, he he scored by sending me the orange one, which is absolutely the one I would have picked out of, out of the lineup. And I'll, I'll send you the link, Mike, for the, for the show notes for the, if you, if you don't have it already, but, um, these, it's an aluminum pen and, and I don't know, I'll have to talk to Dan. Maybe that would, that would be a good interview subject. Actually get Dan on the show, how they put the finish on here, but it's super bright and really well done. I, I'm, I put in a 0.4 millimeter pilot high tech C gel, refilling it and i'm been a, i've been using it all week at work this week and i've been taking it all over the office dropping it you know using it i mean it's it's gone through some hard knocks this week with me at work and uh it's been it's been great i love looking at it and i've, I've been real happy they did a, they did a very nice job on this pen and i know there's a few other um 
readers and uh, pen bloggers that are, are fans of the, the Render K as well. You know, our friend Mary from from the Pen Cup who does awesome pen reviews. She's a big Render K user. The uh, the colors on the aluminium are stunning. Yeah, I, uh, that's why we got to get Dan on. I'll, I'll have to work on that because I don't know how they do it. I'm not a manufacturer, but it's they really they're really bright and they pop. And you know, I sent you can include that picture I tweeted out yesterday too. I mean, that's that's just with my iPhone sitting on my desk at work, and it's just like it, it's really really sharp looking. Um, I've been very very pleased with it. It's um, my favorite render case so far. That's for sure. Yeah, I'll put that. Um, I'll put a link to the tweet in the show notes. I also have a link to the the uh, render case as well. The colors. Do you know what they remind me of? Hmm. iPod Nanos. Yeah, they really do. That's a a lot of those same colors. You know, it's, but you don't see you know a lot of purple, pink, and orange. You know, aluminum barrels. So no, I mean, I'm intrigued at this one because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I have. I, I'm not a fan of the original Hitec C. I like my sure. um because it gives me a, a nicer barrel. Mm. Interested to try to maybe try one of these out. Yeah. How much are they? 40, Forty-five, I think. Forty-five. That's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. Not Especially, too bad. I mean, they're... it's probably quite expensive to ship, though. To hear. I don't know. Well, to hear. You're right. Right. I don't know. But um, you know, they're just. That's the the beauty of Kickstarter, right? I mean, it's just a guy in his machine shop coming up with a pen design, and now he pretty much has a essentially a pen store <laughs> of, and he he keeps you know improving on the product and making new products and making changes, and you know he's, he's done a real good job. Totally, I'm, I'm yeah, now I'm, looking at how much the shipping's going to cost on one of these. Yeah. Um, he's got a picture of the black one up there too. I, since the colors are so bright, I wouldn't have considered the black, but the black is actually pretty nice. Well, they do a non-trackable shipping for twenty dollars, which that's not too bad. Yep. That's not too bad. I might get. I'm going to put this on my uh, my pen list. Yep. The, the think about it list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yep. like the look of these. Just for the record, with these pens, and I, I'm, I'm re-verifying it on their site. You know, they fit the high tech C. They also provide you. Um, what do you call it? Uh, not a stopper, like a plug to that will fit a uh, Parker. If people, I know a lot of people use uh, Parker refills, Parker compatible refills. They, they do provide a, a way to fit a Parker compatible refill in there, but that's about it. It's the high tech C. And then with a little bit of little plug, um, the Parker refill will fit. What weight does the, uh, like, uh, nib size, does the high tech C go up to five, five, Yes, it's still it's still quite slim, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's smooth enough. I mean, it's still maybe too too slim for you, but the five the five is really wide for me because I the high tech C's are really made you know for that fine line. I mean, it starts at point two five, then point three, point four, and point five. Yeah, I, th- I think I have the five in the Kalito, and it's it's thin, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's doable. It it it's smooth enough, and then there's not a lot of feedback or drag with that pen. So yeah, it's a good well. It's the reason yeah. that people say it's the best pen ever. Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, you know, there's that's a. Uh, I got an I got an email about a week ago, and that was pretty much the entire question. What is the best pen ever? 
<laughs> what wow. an impossible question to answer. <laughs> do you have Do you have an answer? Like, do you have something no. that you would say you no. don't? Because it's too no difficult, answer. isn't it? Yeah, it's it's that's an impossible difficult. question. And and uh, you know, I let her know, and I said, you know what, you know, there's some depending on what you're going to use on what you're going to use the pen for. You know, that's obviously the key in in answering this question. If you can tell me more of how how you intend to use the pen, I can make a better recommendation. Now, if you want to go completely blind and you want to rec- want me to recommend something different that you haven't tried, that might be pretty good. You know, I I threw a couple suggestions out there. One one pen that I do recommend a lot um, for people just getting into micro tip gel pens, which is really what the pen Attic was all about for years. Is the the Sino DX because that's not a Sino uh, or excuse me a Signo that you can get easily on the store shelf, and the fine tip is is really really nice and it's a cheap inexpensive way to try something out you know a, a micro tip pen so you know I'll, i usually mention that yeah just a real i mean i'm not going to start mentioning you know 20 dollar and 50 dollar pens and 100 dollar pens and things like that you know without good reason but so, that's yep either that or something like the zebra sarasa clip i don't throw people right into a high tech c almost never yeah, it's a, it's a risky start, I think. Yep. Anyway, so I think we should wrap up here. It's been a different show, a programming yeah. note, um, a little bit of behind-the-scenes-y type stuff. Yeah, give you a little little bit of behind-the-scenes. You know, I like to kind of have a have a little bit of a brain dump, let everyone know, know what's going on with the blog. I've always been pretty open and honest, you know, on my blog about what I'm doing, um, everything from how I do pen reviews to the decisions I make, you know, uh, about the blog. So, you know, I feel like it's a, it's a community that's been very supportive of me. So I owe them nothing less than to be completely open and honest. And that's what I'm trying to do. And we'll go from there. I think that, well, speaking from me as a, as a fan, as well as a friend, I appreciate it. So thank you for your honesty. Um, where can people reach you, sir, if they would like to get in touch with you about any of these topics today? Sure. The quickest way to usually get me these days is on Twitter at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, or you can email email me, um, thepenaddict at gmail.com, or you can also click on the contact button at penaddict.com, and that'll shoot an email right into my inbox as well. Super. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Um, get in touch. Always enjoy it. So until next week, sir, try not to uh, shut anything down. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I got it. We uh, need to wrap this up. I have some uh, faxes I need to send. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get on that. Business. Time right. for business. That's right. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. See you later. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.